It is the eve of battle, and this is a WrestleMania stat show special on the Daily Wrestling News Show. Okay now, from the beginning. This is the Daily Wrestling News for April 9th, 2021, and we are powered by the Eastern Observer. My name's Ryan Joy, and I am coming to you from Minutes to Bell Time Studios on the beautiful Treasure Coast of the Sunshine State. And I'm joined today by the man who has put all these stats together for us, Pro Wrestling Pick'ems, Al Carl. Al, welcome to the show. I am happy to be here. I'm happy to get a little nerdy number crazy with you. Uh, there was a couple years ago. Won't get into the details. Uh, I had uh, some time on my hands, and uh, I did some numbers, and I was I'm just I was just adding to them, and uh, I figured in, instead of just just clogging all this in with our WrestleMania special tomorrow at 12 noon. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, we changed from three o'clock to 12 noon uh, due to Impact uh, getting extremely ballsy. Uh, yeah, there it is right there. So um, we're going to do them now. We're going to do them the day before. Get excited. Um, and just a couple things. You know, you're going to see, you know, the streaks each way. You're going to see a couple things. But the bottom line for all this is just it really goes to show you a lot of people shoot off the Undertaker, the Undertaker streak, and this, that, and the other. This will hopefully give you a new light on just exactly what the Undertaker has accomplished. At WrestleMania, he is just—it's—he's—he's he's Wayne Gretzky wrestling. For those who know hockey, Wayne Gretzky's stats—most of them, a healthy majority of them—are never going to be touched. Uh, and and the Undertaker is going to be the same way with WrestleMania. And uh, you say we have a lot to go through, Rye. Uh, so let's just you know, let's get right into it. Whenever you're ready, I'm ready. Well, I'm going to ring the bell, and I'm going to put you in the hot seat for a quick second as soon as All we right. after the bell. Uh, I got a couple of questions for you before we get into it. So sure. here we go. Ring the bell. And ladies and gentlemen, Al is from Pro Wrestling Pick'em. Pro Wrestling yes. Pick'em, it's a place where you can uh, create a Pick'em League and uh, play against your friends, predict, and everything. Al, the new season is starting. The new season starts Monday. Yes. So get in, yeah, get excited. We're coming, we're coming in hot right away. Uh, I'm sure there'll be an impact show. Actually, no, there won't be. We're, we're going to come in hot right with rebellion with impact. So um, now that uh, since we've been doing the podcast, uh, you know, some things here and there, I know John Smith hates our scoring systems and I'll just, we'll put him aside there, but there are some tweaks I made uh, to put, because the emphasis is on, are on the shows and the importance of the shows as long as title matches. So we uh, we retweet. I retweet the scoring system uh, that will go into effect for the 2021-22 season. Uh, again, it, it starts the, the the day after WrestleMania for us for the Essential Wrestling Podcast. We are going to be crowning um, our overall EWP champion. Uh, we are going to Impact NXT WWE AEW. Uh, you know, so we have a small show that aired yesterday. This is obviously taped ahead of time. You know, I don't know if. Right now, there was only two matches. I don't know if they're going to announce anything more. Maybe Kaylee Ray, uh, she'll defend the title. She kind of had a little run-in with Isla Dawn. But, uh, yeah, we're, it's it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of bragging rights on the line. Um, definitely join in now. Uh, you're exactly right, right? Get Join in now. Get used to how to play. 
Uh, you can join us in the Essential Wrestling Podcast pool. We're going to be going forward with a new opening pool. We're all starting at zero. Uh, or you can, you know, start a pool with your friends. Uh, you know, leave us completely out of it. I've run a pool for about five years now. I got about 25 to 30 friends in it. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's it, it like makes you, helps you pay attention to matches you normally don't. Like, all of a sudden, you catch yourself rooting for Baron Corbin when you normally wouldn't, you know? <laughs> Ooh, that'll never happen. <laughs> but here's a, again, prowrestlingpick'em.com. I'm sorry to, like, hit people with a commercial-type thing in the beginning of the show, but really, like, this is how we, you know, we've built a, the whole Essential Wrestling Podcast is sort of built around picking and yes. picking the matches and stuff. And um, wanted to make sure people know that the season turns over. And if you had been watching the show and thinking, oh, I'd like to get in, but Al Carl and Ryan, they've got a 500-point lead on yeah. right now. Well, the new season starts April 12th. So get in there. Yeah, um, come on in. We'd love to have you. So, Al, I wanted to ask before we get into all the stats, what match between you got TakeOver – a bunch of matches. We got WrestleMania, a bunch of matches. What is the one match that you're like most jazzed about? Oof, that that's a loaded question because, like I said, we uh, I've been doing a lot of research on Takeover lately. I, I, I just think Jordan and Santos are just going to absolutely shine. Uh, right. I know the match has already happened. Uh, by the time this is aired, I'm I'm hoping I'm right. Uh, but you throw two belts in the air, those two guys on a ladder, I think that they're going to absolutely shine. Uh, with WrestleMania, as, as of right now, uh, Bobby and Drew, there's such high expectations for them. Like, this is – everyone has wanted Bobby. You know, Drew's, you know, our hero chasing. You know, he deserved to be there. Everyone's wanted Bobby. I want to see if Bobby can get this done. Like, I am not sold completely that McIntyre is going to win that match. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and I don't I don't want to steal too much uh, thunder from tomorrow's WrestleMania show, but um, do you think this is going to be a four minute match or a twenty minute match? You know, you I'll, I'll go I'll go between ten and fifteen. I don't. Okay, they can go twenty. It's they know each other very well. Let's just let's just put what they did. I believe they fought at uh, was it Money in the Bank? Not Money in the Bank. That was Raw. They um, fought over the summer. Maybe it was at the the Bleep Show at Extreme Rules or or something. Um, and that was okay, but they main evented Slammiversary. I think like, they fought for the Impact TNA Championship in, in, in an amazing match. So it's not that they don't know each other. It's not that they can't do it. They they should. I would I would hope you know, give the fans their money's worth, especially after last year's WrestleMania when both World Title matches combined for six minutes. That's right. That's right. I think we're gonna get some length to our matches this year. Yeah. So. All right. Well, good enough. That is just the one question I had for you before we got into everything and. We're going to get into the stats now, and we have a, whole, a long list. There's 12, 15 stats here that we need to get into. So, Al, I want to kick it off with which state has the most WrestleManias? Yeah, this is a fun little trivia question. I don't think too many people would guess. I mean, I think I asked you, Ryan. You were close, but. Yeah, let me bring it up here. And uh, California, like I still put it up now, and I'm like, really? California has the most? Yeah, well, they had WrestleMania. I, I can't remember. I don't have the list off the top of my head. You know, WrestleMania seven. They had. Uh, they're actually going to say, as you see the asterisks right there, they're going to be getting another one. So that's going to go up to seven. Florida's in second with five, and I am counting the shows uh, this weekend. It's, it's officially booked. We'll leave it at five. Um, and then say down at the bottom, Texas is going to break that tie with Illinois because uh, you know, uh, Big D Stadium, Dallas Cowboys Stadium, 
AT&T, I believe, is right. That's the sponsor, right? They're going to get WrestleMania 38. So uh, they're going to get pumped up to four. Uh, I know the the conversation we had when I brought this up is that, oh, well, MetLife is New York and New Jersey. No, it's a Jersey stadium. No, we get Jersey. You know, you got got, uh, the two uh, MetLife stadiums at 35 and 29. And then Trump Plaza down in AC, they had uh, four and five. So that's where Jersey came in on that. So the new so the New York metro area has six, if you include that way. So they're kind they'd be kind of tied, but yeah, but, but still, um, but yeah, you're. I mean, we said state, not metropolitan area. So, so. yeah, it's, it's, yeah, they had they had a, a takeover was in New York. They got takeover at Barclays. So yeah, and um, I, I guess the other the other question is most WrestleMania. So you're you're not considering Florida getting two. Uh, with WrestleMania 37, it's one WrestleMania, right? Even that's though that's yeah, that's it. That is correct, and that's how we're scoring it on the system. You know, I, you know, last year I, uh, you kind of had to, they didn't announce what matches were on what nights, so I kind of had to throw it all together. And I, I'm doing the same thing this year. It's one big event. If it was separated weeks, like the the weekly shows that AEW and NXT do, uh, I would separate them, but they're back to back nights. You know, there's a lot of points on the line. So it's back to back. It's also we main. Uh, I mean. We're taping this in advance, but I'm not sure that we're going to know every match which night it's on. So, yeah, that's fair. So that's the states. A little bit of controversy in there with the New York, New Jersey (laughs) stuff, but uh, you know, (laughs) the state line is the state line. So um, now let's move into which WrestleMania had the largest live attendance. Of course, everybody always talks about Pontiac, Michigan, WrestleMania three. Um, I even got my Hulk Hogan shirt on. I've got the Enforcer, Andre the Giant, standing next to me that you can't see. But John uh, Smith's there. What'd you say? John Smith's there. No, no, it's a Andre oh. the Giant fathead. Oh, oh, <laughs> wow, it's gonna be a big fathead. Yeah. So here it is, the most most attended. Uh, you talked about uh, Texas a few seconds ago, actually. Yeah, there's the AT&T Stadium. They're gonna go back there for WrestleMania 38. They piled in 101,000. Uh, which beat out the Silverdome. I said that record stood for what? Do my do the math here. This should be pretty simple. Twenty nine years. So yeah. like you know, that was absolutely crazy. Uh, what they did back in nineteen eighty seven at the Silverdome, uh, and then Jersey Strong right there. WrestleMania's thirty five and twenty nine. Uh, they came in hot over eighty thousand. Detroit again. So even Michigan. You know before there was this, after the Silverdome, it was Ford Field for WrestleMania twenty three. So. Uh, those seem to be the hotbeds of, of professional wrestling. And you can only imagine what they're going to do at SoFi next year. Uh, and then back at AT&T Stadium the year prior. So it looks like they're going to bump some numbers. But these are the only five here, right, that had over 80,000. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the unfortunate thing is, you know, down on, on the bottom of the list, you know, I had to be a wise guy here. And it's just like you want to play the uh, like the, the price is right thing, you know, bump on. What's funny is uh I, I was at WrestleMania 23, number five on this list. Unfortunately, not at WrestleMania 36, even though it's pretty close to where I live now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, it's – you can take shots at Drew McIntyre and, and Braun. You know, they, they can't sell around. They can't sell out. Drew McIntyre is probably the worst, you know, uh, drawing champion in the history of the company. <laughs> Well, that's a fact. It's <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah, circumstances beyond his control. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's only fair. No, he, I, I have all the respect in the world for Drew. He, he worked his ass off as champion. Well, so you know the interesting thing is, let me bring this back up. You know, it, it kind of speaks to 
markets as well, right? Like, yeah. Um, actually, this this one, the most by state, that is the one that really speaks to markets. You know, rest of the, WWE is going to look to put a market where they can put the most amount of fans in there. Again, California just really surprises me that they they went there so many times. But Florida and that New York, New Jersey area, big markets for WrestleMania. Uh, and then you can see here. Michigan, though, that's where they put the most people in. Yeah, so. yeah. So I guess so. every 20 years they go back there, right? So WrestleMania 43, yeah. uh, you got to assume it'll be back at Fort Field. Or, uh, that field, that building is pretty uh, updated. I know it's a lot older now, but uh, no reason yeah. why they knock down Fort Field to build a new one. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, so let's get into wrestler-specific stats now. There we go. And – uh, I mean, you talked about The Undertaker, so he's probably going to own a lot of these, right? Yeah, and he's going to own a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of the, the the big categories. So I'm assuming uh, I'm not looking at your list here, Ryan. I know you're driving the car of the graphics, but I'm assuming uh, he's going to be on the top of the first couple ones uh, I think that so, are coming yeah. up here. Most appearances, um, you know, there's some people that are close though. Are yeah, Triple H was up there. Triple H as the mainstay as he is, and he said he was there. Uh, he's he missed one year, and we'll get to that in the next graphic. You know, he was there from WrestleMania 12 all the way through last year at 35, uh, with the exception of the Ford Field one where he was injured and he uh, he didn't compete at WrestleMania 23. So he's a lifer. Michael took off the four years. So if you add the four years that Michael was, was off, 15, 16, 17, 18, uh, that puts him at you know over 20. Kane, recent Hall of Famer uh, induction. Randy's still active. As you can see, I, I bold and color-coded the wrestlers that are active. I know Brock Lesnar um, probably won't be on the card. But then you got new guy, you know, Kofi. Uh, Ray Ray's got a longevity. Jericho, Brett. And this is, this is a fun list to see who's actually been in the most. And then he said the guy that led everything, led the charge in the very beginning, Hulk Hogan, uh, he went WrestleMania's one through nine straight. And then uh, there was a WrestleMania 18 was the, the one he did, 18 and 19. So that, that shocks him up. Yeah, I mean, he headlined. Hogan headlined the first eight WrestleManias, and then the ninth WrestleMania, unannounced, headlined. Yeah. So Hogan must pose. <laughs> Hogan must pose. Um, the interesting thing here, so Randy Orton is the closest active guy to yeah. it. Um, you know, his style and such, you know, he can wrestle. For, he's going to probably wrestle for a long time yet to come. Do we think there's any chance he's got 12 more WrestleManias in the tank, though? Yeah. That's well, he's, he needs he needs ten to tie because when he when he goes to battle this weekend with Bray, that'll put him at seventeen, which ties him for third all time. Um, yeah, but then he, he said he's he's got the long the twenty year career of Randy Orton. Randy really didn't miss, uh, miss WrestleMania. I know he had a couple injury. He was supposed to start at nineteen, but he got injured and he didn't start till twenty. But it's like, just what did the Undertaker did? Twenty-seven, and that's he missed a couple too. He missed uh, WrestleMania two thousand. He was injured, and then he missed uh, was the thirty-five, 10? the last one at MetLife before he came back for his last match at Boneyard. Did he have a match at ten? He didn't. Yeah, he didn't fight at ten either. Yeah, so there, there's two right. There's three right there. He could have been thirty. Yeah, and the, but the other thing, to, let me bring this most appearances back up. Some of these guys are really interesting when you look at them. Um, like Bret Hart, for instance, and Shawn Michaels, those are guys that their first WrestleMania, they would have been in a tag match and, you know, they would have been in the tag division for the Rockers yeah. and for the Hart Foundation. Yep. And those are two guys that wrestled, um, you know, Bret Hart was in 
I think it was WrestleMania eight. He won the Intercontinental Championship. Shawn Michaels was defending the Intercontinental Championship at nine. And then eventually they worked their way into the world championship picture. So there's some people that you can look at the list and they've, they had a career that grew over the course of their WrestleMania um, career, I guess. The Undertaker, he's always been on top. So yeah, that's the, one, that's the one thing. He wasn't always the the main event, right? Like Snuka and Jake Roberts weren't main events, but um, he was always then you know top of card type of. Yeah, yeah. Jake wasn't. Jake wasn't. You know, they, that wasn't a main. Event. That was a big feud though for, for nineteen ninety two. Jake, Jake and Taker was that was that was a big deal back at WrestleMania eight. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, it's, well then you backtrack with the Giant Gonzalez, but yeah, but then yeah, Bundy, yeah, it's just he yeah. had the great. You can throw John Cena on that list too. You know, he was supposed to debut at 19. It wasn't supposed to be in a match, but he was supposed to have a rap battle uh, with somebody. I can't remember who it was. Uh, and then he came out, the Dr. Thugonomics, he, he curtain drugged WrestleMania 20, won the United States Championship, and then just caught fire for for God knows how many years. So, yeah, you saw, you saw John Cena grow up. Yeah, that's a good point, good point. Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho here working for another company at this point, but they're still on the list. You know, they're, yep. that's pretty – you know, I think if people were to look at were to look at this, they probably would have assumed that Jeff was on the on the list, not Matt. He's had yeah. Jeff has had the Jeff there's, has had there's more. a couple times where Jeff left or Jeff got in trouble. I know you guys, uh, you did the WrestleMania 24 with Travis. Yep, yep. Uh, you didn't bring this up. Jeff Hardy was supposed to be in that match. If you right. notice, there was an odd number of people. That was yes. seven, right? There were seven people in that match. Jeff Hardy got in trouble, let's say, about a week and a half before WrestleMania, and he had to drop the Intercontinental Championship to Jericho. Uh, that's why he randomly walked down the aisle with that belt out of nowhere. And I honestly want to say that Jeff Hardy was supposed to win Money in the Bank that year. I think CM Punk was just a knee-jerk reaction to a bad situation. Well, right place, right time. Exactly. Yeah. Heyman finally got his way back then. <laughs> So most consecutive or most uh, most appearances. Now let's move into most consecutive appearances. And we already talked about some breaks that the Undertaker took, you know, with with ten and the other ones. Um, but he, he there still is still, and we know he skipped WrestleManias and yet still has an eighteen WrestleMania eighteen WrestleMania streak. Incredible. Yeah, and and it's it's there's no one even close right now. Unfortunately, all these streaks have stopped. Yes. Uh, Randy Orton was not at WrestleMania. I th him and John Cena both missed. They were together from WrestleMania's 20 through 31. Uh, they both missed WrestleMania uh, 32, if I rem if my memory serves me correct. Um, yeah, because 33, then Randy uh, they Randy won the beat Bray Wyatt at 33. So they both missed WrestleMania. So that stopped that streak. Triple H. Uh, he got stopped at WrestleMania 35. He was if if he fought. I'm sorry, 36. Right, last year. Yeah, it was last year. He he was the only active guy, and uh, you know I think I think Hunter's done because he's not even in talks with WrestleMania thirty seven uh, with thirty seven or anything going forward. So it just looks like Hunter Hunter's done. Yeah, but no, no nobody's even remotely close to an active streak right now. Uh, so those that that's those stats are gonna stand for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and let's see, the bottom one is twelve. So yeah, if nobody's in the conversation, they got they got some years to put in. Yeah, Hogan had nine. He came close. He was probably he's probably the next on the Hogan at nine and Tito at eight. Yeah. Uh, you know, like everybody else, you know, injuries suck nowadays. You know, everyone is something happens, you know, like it's all right. Well, we continue to look at singles, uh, singles stats. We have the most singles wins 
And who's at the top of the list again? And this one, this one is not close. Nope. And, and it, this is most, yeah, most wins in singles competition. 20, Undertaker never had a tag team match. He was supposed to at 19 and ended up turning into a handicap match. But yeah, it's just, it's just, it's not even close. He's 15 more wins in singles competition ahead of Triple H with 10 and John Cena with nine. Like Hulk Hogan's, it's, it's amazing the numbers he puts up. And that's going to be the theme for the next couple ones, you know? Like, it's unbelievable. Well, you know, what's interesting is, like, if uh, if Triple H had the streak behind him as well, uh, you know, if he had never lost, he still wouldn't have the number of wins that The Undertaker had. Yeah, he's at 22. Yeah, he's only yeah. Yeah, he's getting 22. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that when you look at this list, the, the most wins, Undertaker with a 25-2, and two, and... Triple H doesn't have a winning record. Cena does have a winning record. Hogan has a winning record. Savage has a winning record. The Rock has a winning record. Yep. Austin and Edge do. And then after that, it's 500 or bust for those guys. Yep. So, yeah. Like I said, so Edge and Randy, uh, they got matches coming up. They're looking to, they have singles matches too. Edge is going to compete against uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, Presumably, maybe Daniel Bryan. We'll find that out. This is taped ahead of time. Uh, and then Randy's got Bray, so they're both looking to, to tie the Rock here for sixth all time if they get wins. Brock Lesnar, like I said, he's on the list, but he's, he's got the year off, it looks like. So if Edge wins, he keeps his winning record. If he loses, he has a 500 record. In singles competition. So Correct. like I said, he's got, a couple, he's got a couple tag team wins where Christian carried him for tag te- to, to the tag team championship, <laughs> so... You know, he doesn't have a losing record overall, and we'll find that out, I guess, in, in the next – or I guess in two graphics. They're probably going to do team competition next. Yeah, team competition next. Uh, most wins, WWE Hall of Famer Kane on top. Yeah, who would have thought that, right? Like, Kane is the winningest team competitor in WrestleMania history, and he was 4-0. Uh, his last team match was at WrestleMania 30 where him and the Outlaws got smoked by the Shield in about a minute. So uh, before that, Kane, you, you pair Kane up with anybody at WrestleMania, he wins. Now, so the LOD, 3-0. and um, Demolition, Axe at 3-0. and Demolition, Smash, 3-2. and Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, because because of – so we're talking about Barry Darso there, not, not uh, one character versus the other. But um, maybe you know this off the top of your head. Maybe you don't. Uh, was Demolition three and zero, or was it Smash no. and Crush had a match? They they lost at WrestleMania seven to Tenerun Katayo, so that's why I kind of had to separate them because Smash Smash technically three and one, Repo technically zero and one. Uh, he they he lost. There was an eight man tag. You know, there goes WrestleMania eight ripping off AEW. Um, they had an eight man tag uh, that Repo Man lost. Right. Uh, he was he was teaming with the Mountie and the Nasty Boys. They lost to you know like Duggan Slaughter and friends. Yeah. Pat Sajak did, announced uh, was the ring announcer. Al Ray Combs. Ray Combs. Ray Combs. Yeah, Ray Combs. Sorry, my bad. Family Feud. Family Feud. I had the right talk show in my head. <laughs> no, you didn't because Sajak's the Wheel of Fortune. You you were close, but you're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So um, again, so Demolition OG. Undefeated three and zero with Legion of Doom, but yes. when you look at the individual guys, uh, not quite as good. Davy Boy Smith's a good, nice name to see on the list. Hall WWE Hall of Famer this year. Yeah, last yeah, year. he had a couple matches with Dynamite early, and then uh, he had the one match with Lex Luger at eleven. They got the win on that one, and then uh, the the draw with Owen Hart 
because Owen Hart's undefeated. So when he teamed with Owen, they were they didn't lose except with the, you know they had the, the double count out at thirteen. Mm. But yeah, that's now um, Hart Foundation. Who'd they take the L to? Do you remember? Nasty Boys, WrestleMania Seven. Oh, there you go. Yep. Okay. Dude, that was okay. so so backwards. We didn't we didn't do anything about Russell. I need to get this off my chest. So it should have been Power and Glory. Like I think Paul Roman might have been hurt. And they switched it. But I, I I'm sitting there I'm like, how do you not give the belt to Power and Glory? It would have been nice to have the Legion of Doom squash the Nasty Boys in about five seconds, and then have a nice SummerSlam match with the Legion of Doom and Power and Glory. So L, the whole thing was to get the belts off of the Hearts. So that Brett can go on to bigger and greater things and then get the belts on the Legion of Doom. So the Nasty Boys were – we should have used power and glory, though. Oh, they were so good. <laughs> I did – I loved that move, the, uh, the the suplex splash move. That's great. Oh, yeah, the powerplex. It's, it's being used a lot nowadays, too. I actually haven't seen it in a while, but it has been – the Street Profits should have kept it as their finisher. Yeah, yeah, and you see FTR use it a bit. and it's uh, Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it's a tribute. It's a tribute because – Yes, it is. You know, not that, not that many people would tribute, you know, Hercules and Paul Roma, but like, no. this really, yeah. All right, so uh, I'm gonna let you let you do the intro on this one. All right, so uh, in a magazine that I read that I required, uh, I believe it was around WrestleMania 18 or so, I, uh, 19, whatever it was. Uh, I was reading an article, and it was, it was they they interviewed Ric Flair, and he had he had this quote, and it just stuck out to me. The greatest honor a wrestler can have is to walk the aisle at WrestleMania as champion. So here is the list of every wrestler that has ever walked the aisle at WrestleMania as world champion, whether it be WWF, WWE, world champion, universal champion. Uh, these are the guys that have done it. Um, some guys more often, this is actually in order of appearance. This isn't uh, in any type of ranking order. Uh, but Hogan, you know, he did the first couple ones. Savage at five, Slaughter, Flair, Brett. The, the, the list goes. This is just the who's who of professional wrestling. Uh, the Miz is on that list. I know that probably chaps a lot of people, but yes, he walked the out. Not only that, he walked the out. He defended the WWE Championship. Randy's done it a couple of times. AJ Styles was the last one to do it. Uh, and then this year, we're getting two more. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns, they're scheduled to do this, so that you're going to add them to this list. So that's going to be uh, a nice honor. That Roman, uh, he's been in champion. He's main evented, the, I think, four in a row, but he was never the champion. He always chased. Uh, so, And that's the same thing with Stone Cold Steve Austin. If you look at this list, Stone Cold is not on it. Uh, he always chased. Now, they, so so the point that point that you're making right now is that this is the list of people who walked – the aisle into WrestleMania as yes. champion. Many of these names that you're talking about, Steve Austin and whatnot, walked out of WrestleMania as oh, champion. Oh yeah, yep. But not, but didn't walk the walk the aisle, you know, with their, you know, with their t-shirts and robes on and stuff like that. So this is also WWF champion, WWE champion, World Heavyweight champion, Universal champion. WWE yes. champion. Um, we're not talking intercontinental and all that stuff with the lower yeah. belts. This is the world title level, and it doesn't include uh, ECW. Sorry. No, Chavito. unfortunately, yeah, Chavito got left off, but Chavo has the honor of being the only uh, wrestler to defend, to walk the aisle uh, in, a, in an ECW championship match. Now, Bobby Lashley walked the aisle as ECW champion at WrestleMania 23. 
but it was a not it was not a title match when he fought Umaga in the in the hair versus hair billionaire battle the billionaires match. Yeah, yeah. Poor Chavo. He didn't, you know, he walked the aisle with that belt, but he didn't walk back. No, no, it didn't take long to get that belt off him either. He didn't really have too tight of a grip on it. No, no. <laughs> Kane beat him in about three seconds. So yep. uh, congratulations, Kane. WWE Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. <laughs> I love it. All right. So championship matches. Now here's where you can get credit for uh, for either walking as a challenger or as a champion. Yeah, this is a, a championship match. Whether a cha- champion or challenger, uh, John Cena. That's I mean, this is pretty crazy. I guess he's if you th- if you think about it, he's always involved in the title. You know, like I said, he, he walked in and out. Uh, he had about three or four, or five or whatever it is, consecutive championship matches. Like he's always in the world title picture. And then he bookended at WrestleMania 20 and WrestleMania 31 with United States Championship matches. So yeah, he he leads the way with ten. That's more than Hulk Hogan, who had seven. Hogan had two in one year. Uh, and he's still he's still not gonna catch Cena, it's, you know. Triple H, uh, he, he's got the same amount as John Cena, but he doesn't have the the, the best record. But yeah, but John Cena is is the winningest wrestler in uh, championship match history. There's your three and zero with Demolition right there. It's funny how you you shoot off the Undertaker with the you know the 18 consecutive WrestleManias, 21 consecutive wins, 20 whatever. I already forgot how many he's appeared in 27. Whatever. He's only fought in three championship matches. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And, you know, Sid, Batista, and Edge. He walked in as challenger, walked out as champion. So, um, and then he got the list there on the bottom. I don't think any of those guys. Uh, Ray Ray might be challenging. Uh, the Miz will not. You know, that's not a championship match with Bunny. Randy's not a championship match. Strowman, I believe that's not. Well, he's got Shane. That's not going to be a championship match. So Ray Ray, uh, he's going to be added to the list. He's going to look to tie. Uh, being that whole mess of people tied for fifth with three wins in championship match history. Yeah, and again, we talk about Edge, who could who could get a winning championship record here, or he could solidify a losing record here. Yeah, like I said, a win from him. Like I said, Daniel Bryan, like I said, we'll find out. Like I said, technically, this is the Friday before we're airing it, so we're going to find out hopefully tonight that Daniel Bryan's in the match. So Daniel Bryan might be – uh, jumped up on here. Charlotte Flair looks like she got the she's out. This is the first time we're gonna see women on these lists. But Charlotte Flair's been uh kicking ass and taking names the uh, the past five WrestleManias. Uh, so she's been doing well. Uh, I said Lesnar probably got the year off. So uh, and then Rollins, Rollins is not nice. He's, he's probably gonna get Cesaro. That won't be a championship match. So yeah, it just looks like Daniel Bryan, Edge, and Rey Mysterio will be the ones that uh, they can uh, put their names up uh on on the threshold here. Right, yeah. Okay, well, let's look at the title defenses. So most championships defended. Is this also – this is also um, – obviously it includes the lower-level belts as well. This includes everything, yeah. So – and this is I, – I've mentioned this on numerous occasions. This is the myth. This is the match or the stat that I've been – it's been a couple attempts by The Miz to break this holy hell of a tie here at two. Uh, to jump up and be second all-time chasing only Triple H. Um, the Intercontinental Championship match at 34, he came up short. And then last year, uh, he showed up sick. He got booted out of the match that they probably would have won. Morrison ended up winning the match, and that would have been his third title defense. So uh, absolutely crazy. The Miz can't just just get that one more. Uh, yeah, John Cena, he's only done it twice. WrestleMania is 22 and 23. 
These are uh, Money Inc. They did it two years in a row at eight and nine. Uh, Hulk Hogan's only done it twice at two and three. He did it early, and ha he hasn't defended the title since WrestleMania three. Well, he's been chasing. Uh, I know WrestleMania six, he walked in, but that didn't work out so well for him. But yeah, Triple H, um, WrestleMania fourteen, he he, he uh, defended the European title against Owen Hart, and then the the, uh, the world title wins at two thousand at nineteen and twenty five. That that separates him from the pack. Oh, there you go. Your guy, Triple H, on top. That's it. That's it. All he does is bury people, right? <laughs> well, you're not doing yourself any favors with this stat. <laughs> no, I'm not. But then when you throw up the most losses in history, I, I think uh, you know that's my answer. So There you go. Well, we'll get to that in a second. But here's the most title wins. And John Cena, that's the name that you've been talking about a lot. Yeah, he's he's the biggest chaser. He said he's, he's had 10 championship matches. Uh, like I said, he, he chased a lot. I know he defended two years in a row at 22 and 23, but then he chased the rest of the way, and he won. Um, so he uh, these are the guys that have walked in as challengers and walked out as champion. So it, it's a very short list. Hulk Hogan you know, did it a couple times. Seth Rollins, uh, he's got the highest active streak. Look at Christian. I love how Christian made this list. Uh, they won the, the, the two years in a row that him and Edge won the tag team championships. That's two of them. But when he slammed the top part of that door in Molly Holly's face at 18 and won the hardcore championship, that put him ahead of everybody else and added him to a Hall of Fame list right there. So good job, Christian, even though he lost it you know, about an hour later. Uh, but then you got guys going right now. If you look on the bottom, I'm sorry if you throw that back up. Guys going on the bottom. It's at Edge and Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio. Those are the threes you got to look for. They're, uh, they will all either are challenging or most likely will be challenging. Uh, for a championship coming up, so they can join uh, this illustrious Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, The Undertaker, Seth Rollins, and Christian with three. Now, does Seth Rollins include his cash in the heist? Yeah, why wouldn't it? Well, you know, I, I, I got. Oh, yeah, I guess that's championship one. One, it's not. Yeah, champion. Not, hey, not, they used challenger, and he became champion. I, I wasn't. Well, I wasn't sure if it was advertised challengers that won, but. Oh uh, no, no. Yeah. So well, then Christian wouldn't be on that list, <laughs> right? <laughs> Most losses. There it is. Oh wait, actually, before we move on, before we move on, let's just say for for an example, our truth wins, loses, and wins the twenty four seven championship five, six, seven times over the course of WrestleMania thirty seven. I would love uh, it. if it's seven times. Is he at the top of this list? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Of course, I would be honored to put our truth on the top of this list for the twenty four seven championship. All right, I just wanted to, I just wanted to clarify the stat. Uh, you know, mechanism. It's not like. Well, if I'm going to do that with the hardcore title at 18 and give Christian an extra one, I'm not going to take that away from our truth. It's a title. That's it. Yep. Okay. So most losses. Uh, I guess our truth would find himself on this list too if he did that. <laughs> yeah. And our truth is that we'll, we'll, we'll bring him up on the next list again. But our truth, uh, he's got six right now. Shelton Benjamin, he looks like he's off the card. Seamus was six as well. But, yeah, these are the guys. There's Triple H's shovel right there for you. 13 losses, uh, most in WrestleMania history, ahead of Big Show and ahead of Mr. WrestleMania himself, Shawn Michaels. Not sure how he got that name with all those losses, but I guess it's the performance, right? Mm -hmm. So Randy Orton, he's stuck at 10, even though he was on the most wins list. He's also on the most losses list. Jericho, not good. Kane, again, he said Kane's littered all over this. And there's Tito with seven. He uh, – if you were to start WrestleMania, Tito actually started. He won the first ever match against the Execution on WrestleMania 1. And if you were just stopped WrestleMania right there, he would be the all-time winningest wrestler 
in WrestleMania history uh, <laughs> with one win and nobody else has any. And then he decided to rattle off seven straight. And we'll get to him more in a second. The, the record I am so proud of that he, he is uh, from my hometown. And I'm not – well, I'm not from Tukula, but uh, he, he moved to Jersey. And then he got Dolph Ziggler. Uh, he's probably going to be defending the tag team championship. Uh, Kofi's got the match. Uh, so he can advance on this. This is not the list you really want to advance in, but um, <laughs> but Kofi yeah. just hasn't had a lot of luck at WrestleMania. Neither, you know, Dolph Ziggler, they just can't freaking buy a bucket. I guess is the phrase. Oh, right? It's here. I'm not picking him in pro wrestling. Pick him. Yeah, <laughs> I was so hell bent because it is. I was so hell bent that he was going to beat Otis last year. I was just oh, I would have put a lot of money on that, and I would have lost it all. All right. Well. Um, so our truth, Shelton Benjamin, Sheamus all have their opportunity to make this list, and our uh, truth yeah. has the best opportunity if they do the twenty four seven championship a few times. So yeah, I just I just gotta hope he's going and chasing because Ryan, if you throw up the next graphic, I think you're gonna throw up the consecutive loss streak, and that's where oh. he knows all alone at seven. That record has been held since WrestleMania eight. His last match at WrestleMania, uh, the opening contest, he lost to a newly turned heel, Shawn Michaels. And uh, that was WrestleMania's two through seven. He's lost consecutive, and no one's touched it since. And now we're we're right there. Jeff Hardy got close, uh, but when him and Matt came back at WrestleMania 33, they got the win there, so that stopped his streak. But Truth and Shelton Benjamin, uh, Truth hasn't won. We just saw that Shelton Benjamin, uh, he just did the same thing Tito did. He started out with a win with Charlie Haas at WrestleMania 19, and then it's just been downhill ever since. And I wouldn't say it's downhill because he's shined. Uh, he's walked the aisle numerous occasions as Intercontinental Champion, but he's in these Money in the Bank ladder matches where his job is to perform and not win. So um, you kind of want to give Shelton a little bit of a pass on this. Right. But yeah, Jericho's on the list. So it's a good, good thing he probably is done with WWE. Otherwise, he might advance on this list as well. Well, no, his streak is over. Like He doesn't have asterisks next to his name, so his streak is uh, is, is currently over. So I did believe he won at – I can't remember what, what match broke the streak. Oh, he beat AJ Styles at 32. Got so. it. Well, so uh, in that regard, though, if uh, Tito Santana came back and wrestled a match and lost, he his streak would advance, right? Exactly. His, his streak is technically still active. So we're going, <laughs> we're going forward with that. All right, well – that you know, let's get the matchmakers on the phone. Exactly. Just put him in a battle royal. Give me battle royal. Let him get out of there. So uh, before I throw those next two up, I guess the um, we've we've talked through all of the stats, but you have a couple specific to to women's stats. Now, women's women weren't were involved in the first WrestleMania, um, but they were they had really light involvement after that up until. You know, somewhat in the modern era, I would say. Yes. So it, it makes sense that um, you did some women-specific stats. So let's take a look at those. Now, now before I do, though, they were actually included in all the previous stats, too. Yeah, like I said, you saw Charlotte Flair's name in there in Championship Master History, and Bailey was on the uh, the title defender list. You know, Bailey defended last year at 36, and she defended at WrestleMania 33. She defended in her role. So, you know, the women were, were not, like, I wasn't just trying to be gender-specific here, but there's the fact right. that, when you look at this first list coming up, the the, the most appearances by women in history, it's five. Like right. so, it's it's really yeah. that won't stand, right? Like because we as yeah. we move 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 forward, probably the next ten years or so, that'll be completely changed. You know. Yes. But uh, yeah. but as of right now, that's the situation that we're in. So 
We have the graphic here for most women's appearances. Trish Stratus and Beth Phoenix at the top. Yeah, Beth Phoenix snuck in that tag team title match to tie Trish, uh, WrestleMania 35 uh, to tie Trish Stratus. Uh, and then Trish was at a couple other ones. She didn't wrestle in a match. Like at WrestleMania 20, uh, she was uh, at ringside for the – oh, I love that match. And then uh, and then she, she accompanied TNA at WrestleMania 2000. And so it's – yeah, the, 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 this is it. This is the, the women in history. And then you can see they have the, uh, you know, the, the four horsewomen there. Charlotte, you know, she's been at five in a row. Uh, looks like that's going to get snapped this year, unfortunately. Sasha Banks is going to get her fifth this year. Uh, Becky Lynch, it doesn't look like she's going to be a part of it unless she comes back last minute. Bailey, don't know what they're going to do with her this year. Nia Jax might get, uh, might get her fourth. Natalia might get her fifth. She might tie, uh, Trish Beth and Charlotte. So it's, uh, it's, it's funny. It's kind of almost like the Royal Rumble stacks where it's just the beginning of everything. You know, it's just fun to see, watch these numbers, uh, progress year by year. Al, these, these include pre-show? No. They do not. They okay. do not. Okay. So, so yeah, like last so Sasha, year. yeah, that's why Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch aren't at five with Charlotte. They were in a, uh, they were in the first women's battle royal, and unfortunately, that was on the pre-show. Right, and Natalia too. She would have yep. been at five, right, because she had Liv Morgan last year, and yep. Bailey would have been at four. Bailey missed that first WrestleMania thirty-two, so that's why she was always, uh, she's one behind Charlotte, uh, Becky, and Sasha. She was uh she defended the NXT Women's Championship. I believe she lost that was when she lost to Asuka that WrestleMania weekend. So she was shining in her own right, just not on the main roster. Yeah. Okay, well there you there you go. Um and then the most women's wins is okay, there's a lot, there's three people tied at three, but when yep. you go to win, win percentage, an unlikely candidate rises to the top. Sable, yeah, how about that? Like Sable, she, she wasn't even on the prior list, but she she showed up three times and she won all three. She was in the mixed tag team match at 14. Her and Mark Mabel defeated uh Mark Marrow, excuse me. Mark Marrow defeated uh Luna Vachon and the artist formerly known as Goldust. Uh then at WrestleMania 15, she had a one-on-one match, she had a women's uh successful WWF women's championship match, uh, a successful title defense over Tori, not Tori Wilson, but the, the other Tori. I don't want to call. I don't like calling her, but she doesn't have a last name. But it's still different. And then uh, at WrestleMania 20 with the, Tori Wilson, with that Tori, uh, they won the Playboy Evening Gown match against Jackie Gata and uh, Stacy Keebler. So, do you know uh, you yeah, three three appearances by Sable, three wins. You know, they, we haven't seen Sable in such a long time, but she's still kind of connected through her her modern day husband Brock Lesnar. So yeah, there's always a chance. There's always a chance. There's always a chance. She's she's connected, and like I said, I I know a lot of people uh, probably won't watch this. I actually watched the uh, women's the top fifty women's uh, all time wrestlers. Sable finished. She's in the top fifteen. So Sable, she, when she was there, she was she was the pinnacle of the Attitude Era. You know, and she did her job. Her China, like they were the they were the big stars for Raw back then uh, for WWE. Yeah, and uh, and I don't want to skip over. Uh, Charlotte and Trish Stratus, but yeah, China's on the list too, two and out. Yeah, China. Yeah, she got the win over Ivory at seventeen, and I believe at sixteen she teamed up with. Oh my God! It was. Uh, it was. Oh, I forget. It's okay. 
<laughs> you're not you're not required to remember every WrestleMania. Yeah, I know, but this, this is my jam, so I can't remember. But she, no, she wasn't at 18. She wasn't. No, she beat Ivory. I know that. I know she was at 16. I want to say she she was with uh, with uh, Rikishi and Scott Taylor. They won a six. I don't remember. Yeah, so uh, it looks to me, you know, just looking at the numbers, you know, it looks to me like Charlotte has the lead here, and she will probably have it for the next couple of years. Yeah, uh, Charlotte, Charlotte should be the Undertaker, and like I said, this is where this is going to be the the, the the shot at Charlotte. You know, oh my God, all she does is it's just going to be like I wouldn't say like Triple H, but it's just like oh my God, we start retiring of Charlotte or this and that Charlotte, but she's. She by the when, when her career is done, when her Hall of Fame career is done, that number is going to be somewhere, you know, seven, eight, nine wins area, and uh, it, I don't say untouchable, but for a while. Yep. Yep, for a while. And then you got the bottom, uh, Naomi. I don't know if Naomi's gonna have Nia Jax. She's looking to get on this list. The Iconics. I don't know Ronda Rousey. I don't know, but they uh, those are the guys. Looks like Nia Jax is gonna be the only one that's looking to join the two win club here. Right. Right. Well, Al, I think that's all the stats that we have. Um, but I feel like we missed a couple here, right? Do we have uh, the most wins all time? I thought maybe we were ending with this. I know we did singles competition. We do the most wins. Tell you what, I'm going to put this one back up and I'll go check. Is there anything else you want to say about that? No, that's, that's most. That's most. There we go. How about this one? I don't oh. think we touched on this one. I don't think we did one. I don't think we. I think we missed this one. I think we went right to the singles competition. So I figured we just save it for the end. All uh, right, well, yeah. the most overall win. Like, this is both singles competition and team competition. The Undertaker again at 25, just to just to shoot off how great he's done. The Triple H, all he does is bury people. John Cena just never lost, and they're not even close. And it was just, you know, Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, Kane with eight. That's that's fun to see Kane paired uh with Hulk Hogan and Bret Hart uh, in that category. Edge is looking to join the eight-win club too. Uh, Seth Rollins again, sneaky at six. Randy Orton with six as well. It's taking you know he's him and Sean. They seem to lose more than they win, so it's it's almost like a law of averages. They're, they'll eventually, uh, you know, Randy maybe will get to seven uh, or eight eventually. But yeah, those are those are the wins, the, the winningest all time. And well, I, I guess uh, we were the, uh, the consecutive wins. I don't think we right. did this one either. And this is this was the over. This was the end all be all. This is the streak. The Undertaker at twenty one. And I've mentioned this on numerous occasions. Uh, nobody gets more than four with the exception of three people. And The Undertaker nailed that 21. And Edge and Daniel Bryan, they got to five. And it was just like no one's done anything more than that. Edge wow. uh, actually started off 5-0. and oh. uh, Like I said, Christian piggybacked him to two wins at 16 and 17. But then he went on to, you know, he beat Booker T. Uh, he, uh, he, won at, uh, he won the Money in the Bank ladder match at 21. He beat McFoley at 22. And then uh, that came to an end when he got carted off on a stretcher after Jeff Hardy swung or uh, dropped the uh, dropped the leg on him through a ladder in the Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania 23. So that's when his streak stopped. Daniel Bryan's was recent uh, when he actually returned to WrestleMania and team with Shane McMahon. He was on a four match win streak uh, going. In. They won at 29. He won two matches at 30, and then he won the ladder match at 31. So he was coming in hot with a four match win streak, and they won. So that put him at five only to have it snapped by Kofi Kingston the next year in the WWE Championship match there. Uh, but the guys I mentioned uh, before uh, in other shows, uh, the big boss man, Earthquake, just random guys with four wins. Owen Hart rattled off a four-match win streak. Steph Rollins, his four-match win streak was snapped last year by Kevin Owens. 
So uh, he was riding high with that one. So, but the, the fun thing is, if you see the Astros, oh, a little bit before I get to Rob Van Dam, Randy Savage had a four-match win streak, and he did it all in one WrestleMania tournament <laughs> <laughs> at WrestleMania four. Uh, he lost at WrestleMania three in that amazing match to Ricky Steamboat, and then he lost at WrestleMania five to Hulk Hogan. So all that four-match win streak he did in one shot. And then said the only active wrestler right now, Rob Van Dam, is four zero at WrestleMania. Um, so I know I don't know if he'll come back for one more match just to screw himself over with the statistic and get those asterisks off him. Maybe he gets a win. Maybe he joins the five cell, but he's the only one. John Cena, very impressive. He did it twice, but even John Cena couldn't get past four. Man, well, there you go again. The Undertaker, untouchable. Untouchable. Unbelievable. Untouchable. Did we get them all now? I think we got them all. I think we got them all now, right? So I, I, I'm sorry. It's, I figured uh, you were just saving because those are the two big things at the end with the Undertaker. So actually, I like how that worked out. Uh, so, but I guess uh, you know we were talking about it, and you know I haven't gotten you with trivia in a while, and I was kind of mulling over some things one night, and I so there was a topic that kind of interested me, and I kind of want a, a quizzy on it. So. Um, I think for uh, we'll, we'll, would you would you like to do trivia right now? Well, I've got nothing else. I got nowhere else to be. So. All right, then. Let's... Let's All right, Ryan Joy. Uh, you know the rules. Uh, I would hope you do because you were the one that made them. I'm going to ask you five questions. I believe you used the phrase "simple majority." You get yeah. the simple majority if you bat over 500. You get the Goldberg or the Oscar. Uh, it is WrestleMania season, so if you bat like Bob Euchre in, in the 100s or the 200s area, you're going to get the uh, the Hawkins. So are you ready? Are you ready? I'm sitting comfortably. Actually, now I'm sitting comfortably. There you go. Get, show the Hulkamania show. Here we go. Your category is WrestleMania triple threat matches. All right. I'm trying to think if I can think of one. <laughs> there's, more, there's been more than one. Okay. You know how many there's been? What's up? Do you know how many there have been? Mm, no. Is that the uh, first? I don't either. I didn't, I didn't add them up. So that's not your first question. So. <laughs> okay. Your first question was, what was the first? The what very was the first... first ever triple threat match in WrestleMania history? I get multiple choice? I can give you hints. I think the multiple choice kind of gives it away. I can give you hints. I, I can give you the attitude error. Oh, uh, let's see. Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, and Rob Van Dam. That was a fr that okay. That match never happened. I like I like your imagination. That's great. <laughs> oh yeah, I just you know tried to come up with something. <laughs> yeah, like I say on the daily. Yeah, I say the, the Chris Benoit was the third guy in the Jericho and Angle match, but that was not the first. The first one ever was that WrestleMania 15. How about that for your hint? WrestleMania 15. Uh, nope, I still don't know what it is. All right, it was for the Hardcore Championship. It was the curtain jerk of the show, and it was Hardcore Holly and Al Snow challenging the Hardcore Champion, Billy Gunn. Wow. Which was weird, because you know, the Outlaws were champions walking into that, but I feel like they had the belts backward. Road Dog was always the Hardcore guy, but he was the Intercontinental Champion. And Billy was always the IC, but yeah, so they kind of flip flopped the outlaws on that one. So it was Billy Gunn, Hardcore Holly, and Al Snow. Okay. So with that match, 
There has only been one other match, triple threat match, to curtain jerk a WrestleMania. There have been two all time. That was one of them. What was the other? And your hint was, I just recently mentioned it. Mm. And I didn't say it was a triple threat when I mentioned it because I didn't want to give away my trivia answer. But <laughs> um, Can you tell me which WrestleMania? 34. Okay, I still don't know. Uh, <laughs> 35, 34. Yeah, the opening match at WrestleMania 34 was the second triple threat match to ever kick off a WrestleMania. Okay. Oh, I, I have no clue. Yeah, no, no idea. Okay, so when I, when I mentioned it, uh, I mentioned it during this graphic with The Miz. The Miz walked in as Intercontinental Champion. This would have been, if he would have won that match, he would have been in second uh, place all time, breaking this tie. This is, uh, Seth Rollins and Zack Ryder? Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Yeah. Seth Rollins ended up winning that match. All right. Well, for two, I guess these are kind of tough. I thought these were a little easy. All right. So <clears throat> there were uh, going from the curtain jerk to the main event. Okay. There have been three triple threat matches to main event WrestleMania. Okay. The first one was Daniel Bryan beating Randy Orton and Batista at 30. The most recent one was at WrestleMania 35 when Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch did it. What was the one in the middle? And your hint is that you mentioned this earlier in this show. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I did. You did. And let's see if I can jog your memory here. It was with this graphic. Oh. So, Lesnar, Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember who he stole it from. Uh, Roman? There you go. That's it. Okay, got one. Match. That's it. WrestleMania 31. <laughs> Seth Rollins, Money in the Bank, uh, Cashin made that a triple threat match. That was the uh, the third one that was missing. All right. Okay. So I just mentioned uh, in the last question the women's yes. triple threat match between Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. That main event. How many – women's triple threat matches have there been in history? There's one. So your multiple chances are one, two, three, and four. Um, okay. Uh, I think it's, I'm going to say one. There have been four. No. Where are the, where are the other ones? Okay. So uh, the one that you talked about with John Smith at WrestleMania 18, you kind of skipped over it because it was a bathroom break match in between Rock and Hogan and then Hunter and Jericho. So you had Trish jazz oh, and right. Lita. Yep. and then and one of my favorite made my wrestlemania top 30 was trish jazz and vittoria that's two yep and then the women's evolution match at wrestlemania 32 that started the whole started the, the, the retired the divas championship 
It started up the women's championship right, it was Charlotte, one. Becky, and Sasha. Yeah, I would have guessed two had I thought about that for a few more seconds. Okay. That one. And then the last one, Rye, out of all the triple threat matches, there's probably been about between 20 and 25. There's been a lot. Only one of them was non-title. The match was a blow-up between a three-person faction. What was the faction? Oh, boy. The hint, WrestleMania is either 27 or 28. My memory is like that, that little foggy area for me. But it was at one of those two. Uh, Let me say 27. The Shield? Roman, Ambrose, and Rollins? No, they, they, they never blew up. Uh, yeah. They actually probably weren't in WWE at that time. Legacy. <laughs> what was it? Legacy. Uh, okay. Yeah. Randy Orton, Ted DiBiase, and Cody Rhodes uh, all fight each other. So, unfortunately, Ryan, I guess these are tough questions. Uh, I apologize for that. But here, here, it's yeah. Well, I tried not to deliberate too long because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just about to hit the hour mark, so I think people want to get about their day. Get excited for SmackDown tonight. Get excited for the EWP special tomorrow. But we'll let you. We'll let you get into all of that. It, yeah, it is tonight on SmackDown's Go Home Show for WrestleMania. So everybody enjoy it. It's a it's it's a great week. You probably saw some more WrestleMania specials on this show earlier in the week. Um, this was the last one before the big shows. So. I'm going to be yep. there in person at WrestleMania 37 for both nights. Really looking forward to that. So a um, couple of things before we get out of here. I want to tell people about a new shirt called Bell Time Club. It's 20 bucks. It's the same it's the same deal as everything, everything else. Actually, this one's uh, 22. i got to update the graphic. Um, but it's still a steal of a deal. It already comes in the super soft style with no upcharge. All sizes are the same price. You get in a bunch of different colors. Uh, I think three. <laughs> I didn't mention. Uh, so uh, it's because it's it's the white font. So you need to have uh, the dark shirt to go over it. So, but anyway, Bell Time Club fun shirt. You can see it's got the little bell in the middle. It's got the clocks. Uh, you know, for minutes to Bell Time fans, Bell Time Club shirt. So I want one of those. I want one of those. I'm I'm going to order one of those. All right, we have a we have a customer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm put it right on with my with my Gorilla Slam shirt. I love the the Gorilla Press Slam shirt that you got me. I think I wore that during WrestleMania six, and I forgot to promote it for the Warrior. <laughs> All right, well, also join Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Friday nights for the Primetime Rundown. They take you through the world of sports. The show kicks off at six p.m. on the Eastern Observer. Then the Essential Wrestling Podcast comes out every single Tuesday at 6 p.m. Al is the host. I'm there usually. Uh, John Smith is there, John DeConi, Gary Maheffy. We take you through a whole week of updates in the world of wrestling. I will say WrestleMania week is getting a little crazy. So. Yeah, I just want to bring to everyone's attention. This Tuesday's show uh, will be a 5 o'clock start. We're going to have so much to go over. Two nights of TakeOver. Two huge nights of WrestleMania. We got Impact and their big balls. They're throwing a pay-per-view in there as well. And I guess if Dynamite does anything productive, I mean, I don't, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question whether or not Ryan, uh, AEW actually tried to counterbook Takeover. 
uh, in their last night on a Wednesday night war slot. But there's we're, we're going on an hour early. We're probably extended the extra hour. We'll probably still go to around the 7.45, 8 o'clock area to get you ready for NXT that night. But uh, we are starting at 5 p.m. this Tuesday coming up. Absolutely. And then most importantly, we've mentioned it a few times, but tomorrow is the WrestleMania special. EWP's WrestleMania special. Al will be hosting it with John Smith and John DeCani. So before you watch Hardcore Justice and WrestleMania Night 1, tune into the Essential Wrestling Podcast WrestleMania special at 12 noon. Uh, we just did all the stats, so that's out of the way. These guys are going to tell you who they think will win WrestleMania matches. Al, anything else you want to say on the WrestleMania special? No, man, it's going to be exciting. Myself, John DeConi, John Smith, the three of us. Uh, it's going to be a whole lot of handsome on the screen, and we're going to be ready to roll. We're going to go through all, uh, however many matches there are. Uh, we're excited. Um, like I said, we did the deep dives today. We wanted to get this out of the way in its own special, so we're not wasting time tomorrow. Uh, we're going to roll right through it. We're going to have a lot of fun. Definitely be done um, uh, before Hardcore Justice starts. Give Tommy Dreamer his respect uh, for booking that show. And then we're going to go right into WrestleMania. So it's going to be uh, – it's already been a great week. I'm assuming it's already been a great week with Dynamite on Wednesday and TakeOver. Um, get excited. I'm excited. Uh, I'm not going to quote Bob Costa. I got one question for you here before we get out of here, though. There's a morning show. I'm not going to say. Does Moss become a champion at WrestleMania in his first real match? You know, you got to think about the guys who've made their debuts, uh, their wrestling debuts over the years at WrestleMania. It's, it's, it, it, there's a chance. Fandango sticks out at the top of my head right now. He made his wrestling day, his WWE day, in ring debut too. He scored the win over Jericho. So it's not like it's not unheard uh, of. All right. So it looks like we're just flying with me right now, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining the Daily Wrestling News Show for Ryan Joy, who just booted himself off the screen. My name is Al. All right, I just closed your eye. You can hit that broadcast. We're good. No, I'm going to – I'll edit that in post. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'm more concerned with the – I got to look up the histories of celebrity appearances at WrestleMania. I know they have a pretty decent record too, and I just – I need the Miz to put down Bad Bunny in the worst possible way. I'm not going to be able to live with this (laughs) if if Bunny gets the win at Mania. I'm not going to be happy. All right. Well, that has been our show. Thank you, guys. Let me play the outro. Have a good WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, WrestleMania.